0: The Counterfeit God, A History of Corpus by Avon Fer Verunt Beginnings are always hard. There's never a perfect place to start a story. The moment we pick is a choice that says as much about us as it does the history that we tell. I could open on the refugees from the nut, fleeing a deadly storm, leaving their homes and half of their community behind them. I could open on the caves beneath Karn lit by bioluminescence, where something sinister is brought to life. Or I could start in the gardens of the Heriot, where an agent of provenance corrupts an idealist's dream to heal shattered remnants. Instead, let me show my hand. Let's open on a town where summer never seems to fade. A town filled with squat, white buildings that shade dusty alleys. Where every day there is a different festival, an observance to a distant remnant, the central square filled with dance one day, and sombre chanting the next. Imagine the girl plucked from these streets to be trapped between cold stone walls that silenced the world outside. Her fate determined by her gifts, trained by the very people who share them, to use them in the service of the town's governors and guilds. For two decades, she weaves spirit and fate to predict fortune and prevent disaster. She protects the power and fortunes of the very people who took her. She earns enough to keep a simple house, collects trinkets on a few times she's allowed to travel on guild business. Books in strange languages, shells from a coast she's never seen, dried flowers from half a continent away. She finds friends, a precious few. She builds a life as best she can. Then, things as they always do, change. She sees a vision of the dark thing growing in the south glimpses a conspiracy that has to be stopped. She sees the end of the world, and defying the guilds who refuse to help her, sets off to stop it. Her name was Vilta Gostitta, and she would change everything. Welcome to These 20 Rituals. Joining me today is Ryan Evans.
1: Hello, I'm Ryan Evans, and I play Vens. and you can find me on Twitter at BrainXRay.
2: Frin Henderson.
3: Hi, I'm Finn and I'm here for Belka, and you can find me on Twitter at Fairin.
2: Steve Martin. I'm a 2004 MTV Movie Awards nominee for Best Dance Sequence, Steve Martin. Uh, I'm playing Briss, and I'm at purple underscore Steve.
0: And Ziz Simones.
4: Hi, I'm Ziz. I play Chala, and you can find me on Twitter at CSilfGames.
0: And I'm Adam Dixon. You can follow me on Twitter at, at TDixon. And you can follow the show on Twitter at Flimsy Rituals the community is ready to leave the village in less than an hour most of the people weren't settled here most of them hadn't unpacked within an hour of the stranger arriving and telling them about the storm that's on its way everyone is ready and on the road and i think that's where we rejoin people maybe maybe half an hour out from the settlement and i'd like to swoop down on briss i think
2: i think uh, um at this point briss is probably she's at the head leading it but occasionally Going back and checking the hole, she kind of feels because it was it was sort of her decision at, at the meeting to get everyone moving in a hurry. She feels responsible, so she's going back and making sure that the stragglers aren't straggling too too far. But also going up to the front to point people in the direction of the mountain that she, uh, uh, she and, and the forest that she found the day before. Sure,
0: I feel like it'd be nice here maybe to have a scene between Briss and Corin, since we've not really had that yet.
2: Yeah, sure. Well, at the moment he's with. Uh... Chala's parents, isn't he? Uh, Yanni and Saren,
0: and they were looking after him. Uh, would you like to start with your guardian role?
2: Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So, at the start of the session, roll on a ten plus. I can hold three on a seventy-nine. Hold one. Oh, okay. So I can spend to get the charge to do as I say. Okay. I think she's still feeling pretty powerful because of the sort of responsibility of the things she's feeling like she's kind of in charge at the moment, and that's that's the main thing. So I'm gonna roll on that which is 12. Oh, hello. He's he's actually listening to me for a change.
0: Yay. Nice. What do you think this scene looks like?
2: Um, I think on my way back up to the front of the column, after going back and checking on the, the oldest and the slowest families, I've stopped off with the people who are, who've are who got Vilta loaded onto a cart and checked that she's being carried relatively comfortably. And after I've done all that, go up to Yanni and Saren and give them a nod, and pull Corrin aside, and just check that he's doing okay, I guess. Like, he's 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 a brave kid, but I want him to know that I'm around.
0: I think at the moment you find Corrin just kind of sat on a cart that is being driven by Saren. She's singing softly as she leads the cart. It's barely audible, though, for the sound of the wind.
2: Is Chala there as well? I don't know. Challa. do you want
0: to be there?
4: I think I'd be, uh, Chala's with her grandmother, so nearby, but probably not in the exact same area.
0: So probably in the car, I imagine.
4: Yeah, but focusing on other things.
0: Yeah. So Corin looks up at you as you approach, and just kind of gives a weak smile. He's kind of well wrapped up in, in thick, uh, like, fur coats and wearing a blanket.
2: How you doing, kid? Okay. Just remember you gotta look after these people, yeah? You're, uh... You're just as responsible for, for them as they are for you, okay?
0: What a lesson to teach you, <laughs> kid. I'm scared. I Where are we going?
2: We're going somewhere safe. There are some trees up ahead, and once we get in them, we'll be protected from the worst of this storm. Just just uh, trust me on that, okay? We're going to be safe. I'm keeping an eye on everyone at the back. We're not going to lose anyone. Just nod months back at you. Can you can you do me a favor? Filters 20 30 yards back in that cart. I'll point to it. Make sure he he sees he sees the one I'm talking about. From time to time, I want you to go back there and check she's okay for me, okay?
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Don't spend too long, but you need to make yourself useful. We all do. We're all in this together, okay?
0: I, I, I'll do what I can. You can see that he's like a little bit scared, maybe, and uncomfortable, but he seems to be almost accepting it for something to do, something to keep his mind off it.
2: Yeah, I think as far as Briss is concerned, the best way to keep his mind off that is to give him responsibilities and make him feel like he's he's got a place, rather than just baggage, I guess. Um, she reaches out, like, grabs his shoulder pretty firmly, and nods at him, meets his eyes, and then uh, heads off back up to the front of the column.
0: So who is at um, Vilta's carriage?
3: I would say Belka is probably with Vilta.
0: Is anyone else there, or just, just Belka?
4: I'll probably head over when uh, Corin heads over, so he's not heading over alone. But until then, stay with the cart.
0: Yeah, I, I think a little bit in the future, you, you see Corin get, get down from the front of the cart and kind of like wrap himself in the furs that he's wearing and, and kind of plod backwards.
4: Jump down next. Hey, where are you going?
0: He looks at you kind of unsure and like uh, my my aunt asked me to see the weaver.
4: I'll come with you. Oh, uh, they're over there in that cart. um
0: okay, just kind of like nod's agreement, like you can tell he's a little bit unsure of you, but he's he's going to go along with it so Belka, um, you're alongside this the resting spot of the weaver what What does the weaver's cart look like?
4: I definitely know that Chala has collected as many. Comfortable things for the weaver over the last like half a year, so it's like there. There's lots of like furs and blankets and stuff and pillows and or whatever would be comfortable. Yeah, I think the uh,
3: the the big pile of sort of furs and blankets has got little colourful splashes in it where Belka's um, donated some of their spare scarves and things, and the walls of the wagon they've painted them over time with some of their sort of favourite stories.
0: Ooh. So is it walled and roofed?
3: Yeah, I I feel like they would have made sure Vilta got put in something with, like, walls and a roof.
0: Like, I think that would be the only one that is. I imagine the rest of them are just, like, work carts. Can you, like, see the weaver if you're stood outside it, or is it all wood?
3: No, I think there'd be a pretty wide opening in it. It's probably, like, a converted work cart, right? So it's not, like, a proper roof. It's they got the one with the highest walls, and then they've stretched, like skins over the top and gone it's basically waterproof cool yeah
0: so like as fancy as you could make it within your means sort of thing
3: yeah it's it's not fancy but it's we've made it comfy ish
0: okay let's say that Arkan, who is the fighter of your group is kind of leading the cart and guiding the donkey that's kind of driving it mm-hmm. and you're just walking alongside what's on your mind right now
3: the storm okay I mean, the sky doesn't usually scream and laugh at me. (laughs) Not usually. Not within my experience so far.
0: Have you heard anything about this before, or anything similar?
3: I think probably nothing specifically like this, but there's a very deliciously sort of fable element to it that I think secretly Belka is actually quite enjoying.
0: (laughs) So like, hey, there's this terrifying storm, but hey, I get to be in the middle of it. I can record it.
3: Yeah. Like, oh, this is definitely going to be something that like people tell their kids about and their kids are like, oh, that never happened. But it did.
2: <laughs> Assuming we survive, of course.
3: The thought has literally never crossed their mind.
0: <laughs> so how are you feeling about the Weaver right now?
3: Um, I think some low-level concern. This is a long time for a person to be unconscious.
0: Sure. And have you tried anything to wake her up?
3: Not really, no. I think Belka has tried to be around Vilta as much as possible during the days that they've been with the village and told her stories about what's happened during the day or just sort of sat with her to keep her company or sang to her at night but not really tried to do anything to intervene. Why not? I don't think it's something that they even thought about. I don't know if it has occurred to Belka at all that they could try something to make this be different. This is just what's happening.
0: Poor sweet, innocent Belka. Um, So you're walking alongside the cart when you see two small figures approaching through the dark. You recognise one as Challa and the other is one of the other children from the village. You can't remember its name.
3: Hi, Belka. Challa.
4: Child. How's the weaver doing?
3: She sleeps.
4: Have you painted any new stories?
3: We're running out of walls. Perhaps you can tell her a story, though.
4: That would be fantastic. Do you, do you know what's happening? You've travelled a lot.
3: Hmm. Well, it's a storm.
4: Well, I know that. I've seen storms before.
3: I'm sure you have.
4: This one's different.
3: All storms are different. Each storm is its own.
4: Know what I mean!
3: No, child. I, I don't know. But I think that's what makes it exciting, no? Are you okay?
0: My aunt has to ask you whether you're okay. Are you the weaver?
3: No. She sleeps. And Belka sort of gestures behind the um, furs The I assume making some sort of door-esque attempt. In fact, I think uh, Karen's not massive, is he? Pulls them aside with one hand and sort of scoops him up with the other arm and sits him in the wagon next to vilta
0: <laughs> Karen just kind of touches the forehead of vilta and then just kind of looks at you and goes, "She She dreams weird.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, My hesitation here is because I remember we discussed whether or not Belka knows what dreams are. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> I don't remember. So I think Belka's response might be a very blank stare. I don't know if they've encountered dreams yet.
0: Was it that Belka doesn't dream?
3: I think it's it was that keepers don't dream.
0: Okay, cool. So, a question. Has that changed since you've left that community, or is it that you can't dream at all?
3: I think there's the potential that they have started maybe dreaming, but they don't know what it is yet. They certainly wouldn't have talked to anyone about it, I don't think.
0: Cool. Where were we? Where were we? She dreams weird.
4: What do you mean she dreams weird? Is she moving?
0: Colin just kind of looks a little bit confused towards you. No. In her head. Strange dreams. And then just kind of sits back against the edge of the wagon, like in a relaxed way. He seems happy to be curled up in the furs, alongside like a warm body. It does sound really comfortable.
3: Well it's fine, because Belker is gonna scoop Chala up and put her in there with him.
4: Excellent.
3: And say you, you you two should keep her company. This might be a long journey. Tell her some of your stories. Where are we going? I don't know, child. I imagine we'll know when we get there, though. So what story do
0: you tell?
4: Pull out the cookbook.
0: (laughs) You're going to tell her a recipe, aren't you?
4: Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to tell her.
3: Tell her about stew. Belka would be well into that.
4: (laughs) Stew is awesome. I do like (laughs) stew. But yes, Chala definitely goes into a rousing rendition of her favourite type of stew.
0: What's a favourite kind of stew?
4: It's an an improvement on an old stew that has mushrooms and some root vegetables and a couple leaves from different things. Chala has sketched all of these very badly on the next page, points out all of the bad drawings of all the different things to very proudly and happily to Corin and Belka as they go along in the recipe. It takes a long time to cook. It's an all-day kind of stew. Because Chala added the mushrooms, she got to add the recipe to the cookbook as a new version of one of the old recipes, and so she's extremely proud of this one.
2: Is that her first one?
4: I think first significant one. There'll be other ones of like, this is my version of whatever like scrambled eggs would be, something like that. Or I add this leaf to warm milk at night. But this is the first full
0: recipe. Okay, so Vens, where are you within the column?
1: Sort of sitting towards the front, I think. Not leading, but definitely encouraging some directions. Maybe just not so much keeping to myself, but more just concerned about how long I'm going to be spending with these people.
0: So basically, Briss, you're leading, but I'm going to tell you what to do.
1: No, just gentle (laughs) encouragement.
0: (laughs) Okay, so... I imagine by fens and brisk at the front of the column at the minute, you've got maybe 30 people following you in a collection. Some of them are on foot, some of them are in a cart. Do you know where you're
2: going? Back to the woods. The ones below the mountain. I don't want to go through the woods because we don't want to be on the exposed mountainside, but it's the only thing bris can think of. It's the only place she can think of that's in the direction that's away from the storm. Right now, the main thought isn't where we're going to, it's where we're going from. That's, that's all that matters.
1: I mostly agree. Just away from the storm. There's no better direction.
0: Would you like to make a lead, lead people through a dangerous situation Roll. So when you lead people through a dangerous situation, yourself or others, roll. On 10 plus you do it. On a 79 pick, 2. You don't suffer harm. Nothing is left behind. You don't end up in another dangerous situation. Okie dokie. How are you feeling right now?
1: It's a tricky one. Skeptical, I think, of how well this course of action is going to turn out. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that. Okay. So maybe scared? Fine, yeah, we'll go scared. Eleven. Nice.
0: What is your scared?
1: Oh, yeah. um, I've got a plus two in scared.
0: Eleven. Cool. So it takes... Uh, I can't remember how far we said the woods were.
1: They were around the, the base of... Uh, canvas school.
0: Yeah, so a little
1: while, I imagine.
2: I mean, I, I think I. It took me the best part of the day on foot on my own. So with a, with carts and and you know families, it's going to take a, a lot longer than that. Vens, there's got to be something you can do about this. What? What the hell is it?
1: I've never seen it before. I'm not sure what you'd expect me to do to a storm.
2: Yeah, but it's not just a storm, is it? If this was if this was any any normal storm, we would have just stayed in the stayed in that damn village. But this is this is something else. This is is out of my out of my control.
1: There's been storms in your control?
2: You know what I mean.
1: I'm not sure there's anything I can do other than guide us for now. If we can get ahead of the storm enough, perhaps I can commune with Sharo, but we must press on.
2: I mean, can you just pray or something? It'd make, it'd make me me feel better if anything else.
1: I'm sure you know it doesn't work just like that, but I will think positive thoughts.
2: There's a lot of people here, and we're out in the open. Anything. We need anything we can get.
1: All we can do is try, and I'm sure if we work together, we can proceed. <sighs> I'm going to go check the back of the column. Just sort of nod and, and send Brisson away.
0: The caravan pushes on through the night. The dark slowly turns to day, the sun rises through the dawn, and you seem to have made good progress, though slow progress. The storm's winds are picking up even higher now, they're cutting through the furs that you're all wearing. But you can see the faint outline of the forest in the distance, it'll probably be another half a day's travel before you get to the southern edge of the forest, but you'll get there before the storm hits. Whether the forest will be enough to, to protect you once you get there, who knows. The villagers are getting tired at this stage. Most of them not used to taking long walks like this, like they're, they're not used to travelling for so long, especially not through the night. Um a few of them are starting to complain and moan about the about blisters forming on their feet and, and their aching joints. Jeddah approaches Vis, um, Briss um and Vens at the at the front of a column. She's got one her child in her arms and, and just comes up to you and goes Should we think about stopping?
2: Not until we, not until we reach the trees. That that's not an option. If we get caught out out here, when that thing hits, look, I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be bad enough, even in the forest. Okay, we can't stop. I know it hurts, but you have to keep walking. We all have to keep walking. Even a quick break,
0: five minutes. It it might just help appease some of them.
2: No, no, we can't risk it.
1: We'll need time to prepare and make ourselves safe in the forest.
0: I think at a stage, a couple of others have joined as well. Um, so I think Shu, who's a hunter, uh, Kalan, who's a tracker, and Re, who's like an old fighter, have all kind of like joined the front of the column. Ri, who's kind of, I'm kind of imagining her like a little bit like your hero, Briss. Like she's an old retired fighter who doesn't really fight anymore, but is kind of legendary around the village. Yeah. She's wearing thick furs, she's got a shaved head, and has got like a, a sword just kind of strapped to her back. She seems to be carrying, like, a bigger bag than a woman her age should be.
2: I'd expect nothing less.
0: She kind of walks up to a conversation. Why the forest?
2: It'll protect us from the winds. It'll keep some of the rain off us.
0: If the village wasn't safe, why is the forest safe?
2: (sighs) Look, it's not, but at least we can be moving while in shelter. If you've got any better ideas, I'd love to hear them.
0: There are different paths we could take. We could go to the east, We, we could go into the mountains, there are caves, you know that.
2: I do, but this way we're going directly away from the storm.
0: Then north, then we get off this plateau, we just keep going.
2: I mean keep going is what I was planning to do, but we can't we can't keep walking forever. We need to stop somewhere. And those trees, like I say, they'll block some of the wind. Ree, can you do me a favour? There are carts, and only some families have them. They're not all being used as as much as as much as they can be. I need you to go and figure out what people can do to share that make sure the people who need a rest have some time in the carts anyone who's strong is going to have to walk can you do that for me
0: You're making a manipulate roll
2: damn it <laughs> i was hoping you wouldn't notice
0: um so when you try to convince an npc to do something you want roll on a hit they do it and choose one on a center line choose two
2: okay uh, what are you rolling i think she's feeling a little bit scared she's a bit intimidated by re and the whole situation is She's getting a bit uncomfortable with it So, yeah, I'm going to roll scared. Ooh, that's a six. That's a shame.
0: Regis, like, looks at you and goes, you're not getting rid of me that easy. Shu, Callan, do what she said. Listen, who put you in charge? We've got a system. You were the one that turned away from the Elders. The Elders should be leading us. We, we, We didn't ask for you.
2: Yeah, well, I'm here, and everyone's listening to me. So, I don't know, that's just how things have turned out, Okay.
0: Not everyone is listening to you, and if you keep going on
2: this way, there'll be less and less of them. So take charge. Start giving orders then. See if I care.
0: I'm not disputing your orders, Briss, but you need to be better than this. I'm trying.
2: This isn't exactly what I've trained for, okay? Just give me someone to hit with a bloody sword and
0: Reed just kinda of puts a hand on puts a hand on your shoulder and just goes, You need to learn to share your
2: burdens. Gladly. But I need somebody else to give me ideas. Everyone's just listening and expecting me to get it all right. So Give me some ideas. What would you do?
0: So we've got we've got two, maybe three options. The forest is a good idea, but we can't stop there. We can either go to the caves, or we can keep going north. Whatever this thing is, might might just hit this area and not spread any further. It could, it could be something to do with shallow.
2: That's what I'm hoping. That's why I want to get as far away from it as possible. Directly away from it, just in case it's not moving this way. The caves are a good idea, but can we get there through the forest? I don't want to be out in the open we send some people to scout ahead. I don't think splitting up's a good idea. If this thing does catch up to us, they'll never find us again. I mean, I could go, but I don't want to send anyone else.
0: You know Carn Veskal as well as I do. It's a, it's a big place. You, we can't just send one person and hope it will work.
2: Yeah, and we also can't split up.
0: We're not talking about splitting up. We're talking about sending some scouts. We all know this landscape. Trust in the people around you. You can't just hold everything yourself.
2: I'm the only one who's actually been to this damn forest. We haven't had time to fully scout the area. People don't know it as well as as well as they need to land around the old village.
0: Sure, but Callan went down south and for months he was missing. Callan can survive, the so can Shu. You have to trust in them. And Jeddah. Jeddah can keep control, but probably better than you can. She can lead the caravan. And who knows, maybe maybe some sort of the parish can pull their weight.
2: Yeah, okay, well we'll 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 send some scouts then, as you say. We'll we'll keep heading north and we'll send them to the east to find a way through the through the forest.
0: Like Jeddah just kind of nods so sort of, again. I I will look after the people, don't don't worry. And if and if we do get split up if it's if it's hopeless, we'll we'll meet in Mashik, which is um a village to the north of here.
2: Yeah, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> I guess I guess you've you've both got it covered. Why don't I uh, go make myself useful somewhere else?
0: Cool. Um, so, who are you gathering for your party? Who are the two
2: hunters that she mentioned? Um, Kalan and Shu. Okay, yeah, just them. And I'm going to go and check in on Corinth before I go. Fens, what are you doing?
1: Just sort of been listening, taking stuff in. Haven't decided whether I'm going to join the party yet or offer my assistance. See whether they make a bad decision or not.
0: <laughs> I mean, are you... So, we didn't do beliefs at the start of this session, but I assume... You're still looking for Sharon
1: Yeah, I'm still obviously thinking about what Sharon wants and what's going on. I think I just need to figure out what Sharon's plan is and what they want from me. With all the big changes recently, I feel like it could be leading to something.
0: So you know that Sharo is like somewhere in the north? Like You've basically searched most of the rest of the plateau and you found no evidence of Sharo. And you know that if... If the group goes through the caves, um, that will lead them out to with and Karnverse, which is a different remnant's territory. But if you go to the north to events, then that will take you past the area where you think Sharo is. And
1: then perhaps some gentle encouragement
2: is in order. No, nah, you missed a chance, I'm off, mate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Belka, what, what are you doing right now? What were you doing while well, this was happening? You, I guess it's been half a day since um, you had Chala in your cart?
3: Taking extreme offence at maybe the parish can start pulling their weight, is what I'm doing.
0: Were you listening into that conversation?
3: I think it probably got louder and more heated than maybe Ree would have wanted, and there was a a slow drift over to figure out what was going on.
0: Okay, and how are you feeling about this right now?
3: I think probably actually just quite excited. Probably excited about the potential of, you know, going to these caves. That sounds exciting.
0: Do so you see Briss, like, stride past you? She seems to be heading to the back of the caravan where, um, Callan
2: and Shu are. What do you do?
3: I'm gonna follow her.
2: What do you want? I'm busy. You
3: do look busy.
2: Um, y- yeah, okay. I'm going. Keep walking with a slightly confused look on, on my face.
3: Just gonna keep following you.
2: I Look over my shoulder a couple of times before, before we get to Callan and Shu. You too. We need to talk. Pull them to one side. Somebody needs to go and see if we can find a path to the caves to the east. The caravan's going to carry on. Get to the trees as soon as possible. But we need to see if there's any way of getting some under some better shelter. And looking around to make sure that nobody, uh, none of the rest of the the group, of any of the families can uh, are sort of it within hearing range, and just. Completely ignoring the fact that Belka is very much in hearing range. I am probably...
3: absolutely in hearing range. <laughs>
2: <Just> like... <laughs> like peering over my shoulder.
1: <laughs> Jingling range as yeah, well.
2: Yeah.
3: Especially if it's still windy, I imagine Belka is the most annoying person to be around oh my right God, now. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not following silently.
3: Absolutely not,
0: no. I'm I'm in permanent
2: mad now.
0: <laughs> so you find Callan and Chu, and they're kind of stood like icily apart. There's a bit of distance between them. Um and also with them is Verask, who's like another member of their group, I guess, that around the same age. Uh, and Verask is in his early twenties, he's one of I guess the farmers and like a, a specialist in, in growing things and, and the plants and animals around the village. And he is probably like the most beautiful thing in the community. He's like a wildflower. And Callan, who has never quite been the same after he got lost down south, is kind of in Verask's arms and, and she is kind of is normally easy going, he's normally quite relaxed, but he's kind of like shooting icy daggers towards Kala. And that's how you find them when you, you start telling them about this mission that we've got to go on. Shu looks at you and goes, Do you want both of us? We're spreading out?
2: Yes, both of you. And yeah, we're spreading out. Leaving the caravan, is that a problem?
0: No problem for me. And Shu just kind of, he goes to one of the caravans further up ahead. and You see him start pick up a pack and get and get some equipment. Callan just kind of like slowly rises up. He's about six foot tall, he's broad shouldered, he's got close cropped hair. Just kind of looks at you with eyes that look kind of empty, and then just nods.
2: Get your stuff, get some rations, just be prepared for a few days, okay, out in this. Head to the front of the of the caravan when you're ready. And make it quick, alright?
0: Sure. Whatever you say. Uh, kisses the side of Beresk's cheek and then starts gathering the equipment.
2: Um, Briss has already left. Still ignoring Belka.
3: That's fine. This is more interesting than Briss anyway. What are you doing? (laughs) Gathering supplies.
0: (laughs) Cool. What supplies do you gather?
3: Absolutely useless things.
0: Food, I hope.
3: Food. Certainly food. But then, once they've just picked up a bag and just stuffed some rations in, they are filling all their pockets with what looks like garbage. Just like handfuls of rocks and string and leaves and little scraps of paper. And then they are going to stride up to the front of the caravan, ready to go. Did Charla see any of this? Oh, God.
4: I imagine if Belka's walking around getting ready, I've definitely taken notice. And it looks interesting and people are gathering things, so... So I've got my leather pouch with my cookbook, always, and my slingshot and my glass beads and my piece of paper from the abandoned not allowed house with my scribbles on it and my food. I've got a little bit of food and a couple of trinkets and stuff. Um, Chala's also grabbed a few rocks as well because Belka grabbed a few rocks and Chala also has a slingshot so it does make a little bit more sense. I am just following suit because now is time is preparing for an adventure time.
0: And are you just going straight up to the gathering group, or are you...
4: Gathering my stuff, and then probably following Belka.
0: So Belka, you notice Charla following you as you head to the front.
4: Where are we going? I don't know yet. You answered that last time.
3: Mm, I did.
4: Where do you think we're going?
3: I think. We'll find out later. And then sort of makes a hushing motion with their hand as we approach where everyone is gathering. And sort of kind of not too obviously... Pushes Chala, up so Chala is less noticeably there.
0: Are you trying to conceal the fact that Chala is there? Maybe.
2: <laughs> 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 oh God!
4: I think Tamil, the grandmother, does that a lot. That that entire that entire moment of shushing and then kind of going just 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 be behind here for a moment.
0: So who's gathered? I, I guess it is Briss, Belka, Callan, and Shu, with Chala kind of. Slightly behind, I, imagining like sort of tucked in under Belka's robes, just doesn't necessarily look like she's coming along. Just looks like she's here for this bit.
2: Is is Belka trying to sneak up?
3: They just walk up.
2: I just want to know if um, if Briss would notice them approaching.
3: I mean, they're a reasonably sized human covered in wildly flapping scarves. I think subtlety is currently
2: not on the table. Okay, I, I think. I think Briss would notice that they're carrying a bag and some extra things. And as they walk up, she's probably talking to uh, Callan and Shu at this point. She she looks and goes, oh, no, 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 no. You're you're staying here. Don't get any ideas.
3: Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going. I have many ideas.
2: Do you have any experience in tracking? In survival? Do you know how to find food in the forest? Can you find north? in a storm. You're not coming. You'll you'll be a liability. You'll slow us down. Fens?
3: They are going to seek out eye contact with Rhi if possible, for I'm pulling my weight.
0: So one of the things you could do for him is you could offer Briss a bond, in order to get them basically to do what you want, to give them a favour, basically.
3: Yeah, I could go for that.
2: You're going to have to uh, <laughs> make it good, though, because I don't want to bring you... <laughs>
0: So, so you've looked over to Ree and Ree just kind of like stares back at both you and Briss, and like kind of just
2: eyeballs Briss, like a you know you know what I said. Briss kind of like has that moment of realization, just like shakes her head frantically, like no 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 no, no, no please no. Look, I, okay Re, I'll I'll take I'll take one of them. Just Belka, no offense, but I need people who can look after themselves. I can't look after you out there.
3: That was offensive.
2: Have you got a kid with you? Chella, what? what are you doing here? I'm coming with. No, 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 no! Absolutely not. That is not. I've happening. got my
4: slingshot that and I have my cookbook and I have all my supplies and I have my good parka on.
2: That's it's a it's a great parka, but uh, you you need to stay here and and look after Corin, actually.
4: Corin can have watched after himself. You told Corin to watch after the weaver.
2: Yeah, and then you you need to look after him as well. Some.
4: He's got my parents. He'll be fine.
2: You need to be with your parents. No, I don't. Look, this is, this, is a, this is for grown-ups, all right? I need to... It's dangerous out there. A lot more dangerous than it is here. And I can't look after you all.
4: You don't have to. I have all the things I need to survive all of the... In my in my cookbook. And with my slingshot. I'm really good with my slingshot.
3: We're only walking. We would be walking with the group or without.
4: And then we walking with you. It'll be fine.
2: There is... There is no way this will be fine. It's... Can you... Can, can you not hear that storm? Do you not... This is serious, I don't... The storm
3: will be there whether we're with you or not. You waste time. I have a bond
4: on Briss. Actually, we both have a bond on each other. So <sighs> yeah, I don't know how that, really that helps. Does. But that is a thing. And so how can I use that?
0: So you can you can use it to leave on Briss, which is uh, when you ask someone to do what you want and use bonds to have them make things square between yourselves while doing so. If they do it, you erase one bond you mark of them for each thing you have asked of them. And then Brisk can choose to refute.
4: How do they refute it?
0: When a PC has a bond on you and they use it in order to ask you to do something they want, but you can't or won't do it, roll and add the number of bonds they have on you. You'll have to make a promise in order to avoid your obligations and make it clear to them what your promise is. If they have three or more bonds on you, you cannot refuse them. On a seven nine, they get one additional bond from you, and it's up to you whether or not you keep your promise later. On a ten plus, they get two additional bonds from you, and you need a concrete assurance right now to back up the promise.
4: Let's do this. <laughs> I didn't quite understand all okay. of that. But let's... Uh, Chala is very excited about being in a new place, and is kind of bored of sitting on a cart.
0: Cool. So you're leaving on Ah, uh, definitely. So, Briss, you've got a choice. You can either erase that bond they have on you, or you can refute it.
2: Well, considering the source of the bond is that you've helped me raise Corin,
4: which proves that Chala is trustworthy and able to take care of themselves and others.
2: I'm going to refute it. I'm. I can't let you. I can't let you come with me. It. It's. It's. It's far too dangerous. I mean, secretly, I want to fail this because I think it'd be funny as hell. But <laughs> <laughs> Briss, absolutely. Is she's not having any of this?
0: Okay. Um. So you roll an of bonds, which is plus one. Wait. Before you roll. Before you roll. What's the promise you're making?
2: <sighs> Look. When this storm is over, I'll take you to explore with For me. A whole okay? day. For a whole day. Promise. I promise. But now, now is too dangerous. I need to move fast. I can't take you with me. I'm sorry.
4: Well, we'll see how you roll then. <laughs>
2: Right. I'm
1: sure that's exactly what Chalice says. <laughs> <laughs> so Definitely. Pl-
2: plus one. Okay, so. Oh. oh. thank God for that. That's a ten. No. That's a ten. Which is they get two
0: additional bond from you, and um, you need to make a concrete assurance right now to back up the So my
4: the first bond is is still there, but now I have two more bonds. So I have yeah, three, bonds three bonds on Briss Oh God. Ha 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 ha.
0: And I guess either Briss or chalo what's the concrete assurance?
2: Alright, listen. When this storm passes, the first sunrise we see, we'll head out. Together. Just me and you. I'll teach you some stuff, okay?
4: For the whole day?
2: We can even camp. <gasps> and at this point she's just too tired to argue with uh, with Belka. And just looks up at them, a little defeated, and says, Just keep up, alright? We just nods. So Vens, have you decided?
1: Um, I was just about to say. I think Vens is going to wander over at this point. After maybe hearing the heated discussion about about Briss not being happy that uh, Belka's coming along, maybe just to offer, uh, you know, oh well, I could uh, take care of Belka here.
2: Honestly, I'd rather have you with the caravan. You know these this area better than anyone else.
1: The advanced party needs to know where they're heading into too, right?
2: Ree, are you okay with this?
0: Re just looks at you and goes, It's your choice.
2: You can't use Ree as a crutch. <laughs> hey, she she uh she's the one that started ordering me around.
3: I think while this discussion is going on, Belka is just gonna start walking away.
0: Like towards the forest. Yep. Cool. I, th- I think Shu and Callan like, kind of both look at the conversation and start following Belka.
2: Briss looks at Rhi, looks at Vens, rolls her eyes, nods, and uh, catches up and overtakes uh, Belka.
1: Hope we find a flint hook, further. Oh, thank God. What's a flint hook? It's a bird. A very small bird.
2: There's a storm coming. The birds won't be out. But the feathers might? Can you just pay attention to where we're going, please? I don't want to have to come looking for you after you go chasing bloody birds
3: I'd like to hear about your bird
2: oh my god look we're going C- keep up and starts walking off at a deliberately unreasonably fast pace
0: imagining like Belko and ben having a conversation about birds at the
3: back <laughs> we absolutely are
2: <laughs> British...
1: I've been thinking about birds
2: <laughs> British is fucking fuming <laughs> <laughs> so, um,
0: Chala, uh, what's your plan?
4: Well, it seems pretty obvious that I'm not going with the group. I think after all the promising things, I can't even sneak off after them. Well, do you want to? I don't think so, because I've already had a promise that we get to go exploring. So, I think I'm going to go sit with the weaver in the really warm cart and read more s- recipes. Of stew and soup and what to do if you have, like, a cut or if you have a bug bite. What kind of snakes are terrible.
0: What's the most interesting bit of it for you at the minute? What's the most interesting page?
4: I think the most interesting page is... One that has a whole bunch of pictures, which isn't very useful for Vilta, but it has a whole bunch of drawings of where everyone practices their first sketches. So you can see like my first drawing of a particular tree and my first draw as well as my first my grandmother's first drawing of that tree and my great grandmother's and my great 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 grandfather's and all of that. So you can kind of see the tree drawing throughout the ages and it's very exciting.
0: Cool. The day goes on and, and the caravan keeps moving. You spend most of it called up in the weaver's cart telling stories to Vilta. From time to time, some of her parish come and join you. Usually only in ones or twos. They take turns in guiding the cart. I think also Corin comes and joins you like later in the day and like sits under all the blankets alongside you while you tell stories. Do, do you encourage Corin to tell a story? Definitely. He seems like quite shy, I think. Uh, I, I I don't want I don't want to do, can you just do yours?
4: I'm sure you have lots of good stories.
0: I li- I like your stories, please.
4: You could read one of my stories. I've got a I've I've got an excellent biscuit recipe you could read.
0: Um do you want to make a manipulate roll?
4: Yeah. Why not? And Chala is currently content. I know this is screaming, laughing storm, but we're also on an adventure. But I'm not doing all the adventury stuff, so just kind of like
0: peaceful. Cool. And what is your peaceful?
4: Uh, My peaceful's at zero, and I haven't done anything in it yet. That would be a ten.
0: Nice. Um. So on a hit, they do it, and you choose one from the below. Either you won't tribute. You're going to need to give them something up front, you need to do a favor first, or you'll need to give a piece of yourself body or spirit.
4: How about I will do the I need to do a favor first and I'll read the the ingredients list and then he can read Corin can read the the method portion of the recipe. Yes,
0: yeah, so you start reading the ingredients list and then hand it over to Corin and he, he kind of stutters at first method. Um, mix, not, not, and flower, fla- fla- I don't know about this. He, he kind of, like, looks at you and, like, hands the book back. Um, can I tell a different story?
4: You said that, um, you could, f- you knew, like, Vilt's dreams. You could talk about that. You're not telling a story. You're just talking. Is that easier?
0: Yeah. Um So I saw the shadow. I think I think it was a shadow. It looked like it did when it came past, but it was on the ground. It was in the canyon, um, and and it was on on its back on the ground, and, and I think I could feel its pain. And there was a figure stood on top of it, and and like there, there are tears in his eyes. He's, he's crying. Like my mother after she fell. Okay. So I think the other group has reached the this like small forest that Stephen managed to reach earlier. Five of you are kind of progressing through it and, and the mountain is ahead of you.
1: Carnvescal.
0: Yep. So basically two mountains in front of you. Um there's Veskal, which is the one that's immediately in front of you. It it's this tall, sort of jagged thing that, that rises to one peak. And it's the highest mountain in the area. And all across, like, the surface of the mountain are, are kind of holes and clusters, and, and they're not necessarily caves, um, but most of them are, look like bird nests, places that birds have kind of either found or hollowed out. And they're spread across the entire surface and face of this mountain. And then the other mountain is, which you can see in the distance, like a second peak, is Canverse, which part of it is in the shallow, but a canyon runs through the middle of it, and there's a great crack where the mountain kind of leans in on itself right through the peak, and the other half is in an area owned by a different remnant. It's kind of night time, I'm imagining, as you reach the forest, and are kind of halfway into it. What are your plans?
2: Vens, you, you wandered around here for a while, I assume. Are there any decent caves in in Khan Vescal? I know there are some in, in, in Verge, but
1: The only caves I know about will lead us away from the Sharrow, As you said in Converse, but there's a settlement to the northwest of Convescal Perhaps if we head around the base of the mountain and head towards there we'll find somewhere safe to wait or safe to house the people.
2: Re thought it was best that we go to the caves in the east. We have to pick one way or the other, and well, I think I think that's that's gonna be closer. If we haven't found some shelter before we, we reach Mashik, we're not gonna make it all the way there. At least this way we get to stay in the forest for for a while.
1: If we go to the caves we shouldn't we shouldn't leave the protection of Shadow. We should try and stay in its territory.
2: Yep. Yeah, Sharo's not really been much good so far. Okay, let's we need to we need to fend for ourselves, alright?
1: But we could be heading into the territory of another another remnant.
2: Yeah, maybe they'll be more willing to help us. Or
1: more dangerous.
2: Well, Look, there are caves this way, we're going this way, okay? We're gonna go check this out. We need to find somewhere.
1: If that's what you think is wise.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Alright. Let's just, let's just keep walking. Everyone else okay? Yeah, she and Callan kinda of nod, but they're,
0: they're kind of like stood at opposite sort of flanks of your group.
2: I think Briss has noticed she's just pointedly ignoring whatever's going on. She's got much more to worry about and doesn't actually care that much.
3: Belka cares very much. It is the most interesting <laughs> thing happening.
0: <laughs> so what's Belka doing? I guess it's night time. Are you making camp? Like, you've been marching for, like, over a day and a half.
2: Nope. They wanted to come. They're walking.
3: Okay, then. Okay.
2: So what is Belka doing?
3: Um, which was the one with the sad eyes?
0: Uh, that was Callan.
3: Callan. I'm talking to Callan.
0: Okay, Uh, so Callan is kind of on the right flank of the group. He's got a, like a slower pace than the rest of the group and he's just kind of plodding. So he's on the right, but he's also a little bit further back. As you sidle up to him, he, he kind of, he's kind of like hulking. He's got a heavy pack on his back. What do you want? Company? And just kind of nods. Okay. And just keeps walking.
3: Mm. You don't say much. I like that. I think Briss perhaps talks too much.
0: Callan just kind of like nods, I guess. I don't like to talk when I'm out in the wilds.
3: Where do you like to talk?
0: Like for the first time you kind of just see like a, a smirk appear on his face and just kind of goes, that would be telling.
3: Yes, tell me.
0: He just kind of like, he, he looks like a little bit, I guess you're older than him, right?
3: Yeah. How, how old are you? I think we said sort of early 30s for belka
0: so he's sort of like 2021 20, as you say tell me like, he like he just goes like beetroot <laughs> like, uh, um, you know
3: <laughs> belka is definitely laughing you know <laughs> i i know <laughs> the 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 most horrible wink has just happened <laughs>
0: Like a wink with extra muffled bells. Oh yeah, well. the
3: whole head moved with with it, like that, <laughs> da- right down to one shoulder. Like, yeah.
0: Oh god. I just, I, I, I don't know. Like sometimes it's hard to talk. It's not. It's not always the place. It's it's the person, right?
3: That might be the wisest thing anyone in this group has said all day.
0: That's me, Calum the Wise, <laughs> and just kind of like smirks. Where are you from, anyway?
3: Not here. Belka is fairly hard to read, or has been, but I think that's the only time they've looked noticeably a bit sad, maybe. What's wrong? I was going to say you wouldn't understand, but I guess we're leaving your home, so maybe you would. Maybe. They sort of lean in and then um, do an extremely overdramatic nudge with their elbow to him and go, mm, But I turned out okay, so I'm sure you will too. Leaving's not so hard once you get used to it.
0: Callan just kind of looks at you and goes, Maybe.
3: Staying still, I think, was harder. But are you sad because we're leaving, or are you just sad?
0: I think the second.
3: I think that's okay. Maybe don't be sad here by yourself, and Calan the Wise.
0: He just kind of, like, smiles.
3: Uh, Belka takes his hand to keep walking.
0: I feel like that might be a manipulate to get him to take your hand.
3: Belka, don't roll.
0: <laughs> At least to try and cheer him up.
3: Okay, we can go Uh-oh. for that.
0: Breaking your streak already. I oh, no. I also enjoy, like, being sad's okay, coming from the heart of sorrow.
3: Well, no one is more qualified to reassure <laughs> you that being sad is okay. No one. Being sad is my whole job.
0: So how are you feeling right now?
3: I think actually probably a bit sad. Okay. A bit sad for Callan, and probably a bit sad for themself as well. I think this this whole last few weeks has been a bit of Belka being at a loose end. Sure. That is a, a 12 sad.
1: Nice. Maximum <laughs> sad. All, all the
2: sad.
0: Cool. Um, so on the 12 plus, they do it and choose one. You owe them tribute. You're going to need to give them something up front. You need to do a favour first, or you need to give a piece of yourself, body or spirit.
3: I um, think I'm going to give a, a piece of self, body or spirit.
0: Okay, and what 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 is that? So I imagine, like, they, they've they taken your hand, and are kind of smiling a little bit more. What else are you giving them?
3: I'm gonna sing him a little song.
0: Okay. What's the song about? Or what's the song
3: like? It kind of sounds like a child's lullaby, but a bit arrhythmic, like it doesn't... Like, it's it's a little bit jarring suddenly in places. It is in Belka's own language, so he wouldn't understand it, I think, just... From context, probably gets that it's a bit sad. Cool.
0: So I think your ramshackle little group continue walking through the night. It's it's tiring, and your legs are starting to to weaken. Your your minds are starting to dull. But the light the light has come up is starting to come up again for like the second time since you last slept. Actually, third time since you last slept. And you're kind of coming to the northern or like the northeast end of the forest, where where the trees start to thin and the mountain is rising. Uh, What would you like to do? Gasp. Yeah, I guess like the sun is probably coming over the mountain at the minute and there's hues of orange with like tints of grey cloud.
2: So the storm hasn't caught up to us. Can we see, can we look back? Can we we see the caravan at all?
0: I'm not sure. So maybe this would be a good time to do a pay
2: attention to the world around you, though. Sure, yeah. I think Briss is feeling peaceful at this point. This is where she's the most comfortable, to be honest.
0: Okay, well, Uh, what are you rolling with? What is your peaceful?
2: Oh dear, that's tragic. (laughs) Um, so I rolled a six with my plus two. So that's uh, I do not pay much, very good attention to the. Maybe something, something gets my, uh, something else gets my attention.
0: You look back to where you expect the caravan to, to be, and you can't see it through the forest. The trees kind of block the way. However, what you can see looking back is this white wall. Like now you're over the trees, you can see it clearly. You can see this huge expanse of storm, like that there's a mix of dark clouds of bolts of lightning running through them. And just this wall of storm that just seems to be heading northwards. And it goes as wide as you can see. So if you look towards the west, it seems to go as wide as to where like Ninut was as a village. It seems to have gone past that point. You can you can probably see you know where to look for the villages and you can't see either of them. They seem to have been eaten by the storm. And you also look to the east and you can see it go, go as wide as the canyon and then suddenly stops. It just seems to be hitting its boundary.
2: Vens. You you can see that too, right? Yes. I think we need to leave the shower.
1: Unfortunately, I think that's where my my useful knowledge might be at an end.
0: So I guess uh, one of the things that might occur to Vens is, because you've probably seen, maybe not this before, but you've, you've probably heard of things like this, is that if this is happening, perhaps it's another remnant taking over the territory?
1: I've heard of something like this, perhaps. <sighs> it's rare, but it could be that another remnant Wishes to claim this territory. Perhaps something has happened to the Shower that we can we can help it, we can stop it from losing its territory, keeping us safe.
2: The only thing I'm worried about right now is getting those people out of here. We can deal with what am I talking about? We can't we can't deal with anything. This is we can't get in the middle of a squabble between I dunno, gods.
1: The caves could work, they might not. I can't make that decision for your people.
2: I'm talking about getting them out of here, out of, this, out of this this area, while whatever this is blows over. Maybe once that's done, we can try and intervene somehow? You're the expert here, but...
1: Perhaps the caves are the safest bet for now. You should guide your people there. But I would warn against leaving the Shara's territory for now.
2: It's only turbulent inside the territory. If we leave, we'll be safer.
1: I don't know what other remnant is causing this problem. It could be the the one we walk straight into. We might not be any safer there than we are here.
2: Okay, so we do this in stages. We find the caves, we get the people there, and then we go off walking again and try and see if we can get out of here. I mean, what, do you, what the hell could we do? The remnants are they're bigger than us.
1: What do livestock do for you? What do the plants do for you? They're smaller than you, but they keep you alive.
2: Briss kind of chuckles and goes, "Well, look, if the sheriff's is hungry, let it eat you." But yeah, I get your point. Let's just find these caves, okay? We haven't slept in. God, has it been days?
1: Let's get your people there.
2: We need to find them first. We need to know where we're taking them. Let's let's keep pressing on into the mountain until we find somewhere that we can bring them to.
0: Cool. So let's cut that scene there and should go back to Charla.
4: What's it look like near me?
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm kind of imagining that um, both Charla. And Corin have kind of drifted off in the cart as as night fell again.
4: Definitely falling asleep.
0: And you'd fall asleep kind of side by side in, in the weaver's cart, probably one of your heads is resting on like the other one's shoulder. And Charla wakes up as they feel something cold on their cheek. What do you do?
4: Oh open my eyes, what's what's cold? What's happening?
0: And you put like your hand to your, your cheek and, and it feels like water and you look you look around and you can see. Falling from the sky like drops of snow, it starts light at first, but it, it begins to get heavier and heavier as the caravan moves on through the night.
4: How's everyone else acting? Can I see anything else I poke my head out from the furs?
0: You can see everyone around you, and you can see even though they're tiring, they're wanting to stop. There's new resolve in them as the snow starts falling. Re kind of walks with uh, Jeddah, giving people like words of encouragement that they're, they're getting people to rotate from the caravans to give help. To getting things moving.
4: Guess as Re uh gets close to the weaver's cart, is there anything I can do? Because I imagine she's been giving orders left and right.
0: Keep warm, child. If you can, help leave one of her carts.
4: I can do that.
0: Or maybe bring bring some food to those that need it.
4: All right, I can give food to people.
0: And Re's kind of past you in a stride.
4: So Chala, we'll go get some of the rations. And bring it to everyone that is pulling a cart, and then try and take over from whoever's the seems the most tired, and drags Corin with her.
0: Corin kind of mutters grumpily, but like follows you follows you around. Okay, you find Polav, who Belka met last session. He's he's kind of tall, quite thin, um, and for as long as you've known him, he, he's never uttered a word, and he's sat at the front of like a cart. Um I think it's a mix of like Tyel and Polov's family, along with some of Jeddahs, who are kind of sat in the back, including Stanka, who was the who was the man who spoke a lot um at the meeting. And Polov is just kind of sat in the cart and as you go up to him you can just see him kind of keeps dozing off and like looking up.
4: And he's leading the cart?
0: Yeah and he's leading the cart, yeah.
4: Why don't you go sleep? I can I can do it. You look really tired.
0: He looks at you and just, like, holds out a hand, like, one finger raised, and just shakes his head. And then just kind of, like, taps on the side of the donkey that's walking alongside him.
4: Um... I will shove food in his hand, and then assume whatever he was doing before. Doing that same thing. Not taking note for an answer.
0: As you do that, he kind of, like, runs in front of you and, like, waves his hand and just, like, kind of points back at a cart. You can see that he's like he's basically trying to tell you to go back to the cart,
4: like to get into the cart.
0: Yeah, he's trying to tell you to like you should be back in the cart.
4: Nope, I have direct orders. I am to take over one of the carts. You'll have to talk to Ree if you want, or tell Ree if you want um, to replace me. But I was suppo- I'm supposed to do this.
0: He <laughs> he just kind of like. He looks a bit annoyed for a little bit, and then just kind of smiles and just kind of like lets you lead the cart, and just kind of like walks along, like a little bit behind you, but also alongside you. And like as you walk through the night, he just makes small adjustments to what you're doing, and just teaches you a few things about about the donkey that he's leading. Before eventually, kind of satisfied, he goes and sits down in the cart and just, like, kind of quickly falls asleep. Awesome. Then I will keep doing that. The snow also spreads to the mountainside. It reaches it in the morning, and first, like, a few drops fall on your faces. It steals you all on. You know that if you're going to find these caves, you need to find it soon.